Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sozo Ministries International Office here in Umbali, Uganda. My name is Scott Ingram. I am the Apostolic Overseer for Sozo Ministries International. Today is May the 4th, 2020, and this is your Monday message. Wow, May the 4th. This year is going by so fast, um, and, and it's just a crazy year. So how are you guys doing? Uh, let me know in the comments. Uh, we we want to know how you guys are doing, especially how we can be praying for you. Uh, and so let us know. Uh, I want to jump right in today in this Monday message because it might go a little bit longer. I'm not sure. What the Lord told me He wants me to talk about this morning is something new. It's 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 something new to me. Uh, it's something I've only heard about, but I'm excited that the Lord's saying He wants to do something new, something fresh uh, in the body of Christ. And so one of the things that we've been talking about since we launched these Monday messages, especially in this season of coronavirus, in this season of lockdown, is we, we, we said from the beginning that uh, the Lord wants to use this time uh, as a season for the church corporately to enter into the secret place. The, the body of Christ, we, we do church services, we do all these things uh, publicly. We do public worship, we do public preaching, we do public outreach. Excuse me, but one of the things we we felt like God was wanting to do from the beginning was uh, to lead the church corporately into the secret place, into that place of meeting Him, hearing His voice, into intimacy. For Sozo Ministries, our theme for this year is abide in His presence. Uh, and so God's teaching us something, and I, I believe today He wants to teach us something uh, new in the secret place, and, and especially towards that uh, corporate secret place, that community secret place. Uh, and so uh, I want us to look at the scripture. We've looked at it a couple of times um, about the secret place, but Matthew 6, 5 and 6 says, When you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who is in secret will reward you. And I think I told you last week, um, the, some, some translations, some versions say will reward you publicly. You spend time with Him in secret. He will reward you openly. And, and so I think that's uh, a neat idea. Um, I lost my place in my notes. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I usually actually don't keep notes for this, but because uh, this is something new, I've, I've actually got notes. But uh, this morning as I prayed, God God starts talking about the secret place. And, and so he's sharing with me even about how different people do the secret place differently. And so I don't know what your morning prayer time with the Lord looks like. I don't know what it looks like for you when you go into your prayer closet to meet with him. Uh, what I do know is is how he meets with me. And I've, I've shared this before, but for those that don't know me, uh, back in 2012, I was living in Haiti. I was uh, living alone. I was taking care of a house for some missionaries who had gone to the U.S. for six months. And I had a translator but I didn't speak Creole. And so when my translator would go home about five o'clock every day, I was alone. I couldn't talk to anybody. Nobody around me spoke English. And so I used that time and I told the Lord, I want to learn to hear your voice. I want to learn 
to hear you speaking to me. And so I read a book called Four Keys to Hearing God's Voice uh, by Mark Verkler. I highly recommend that book. Um, our, our leadership in Sozo Ministries is required to read that book. Um, one of the things Verkler talks about is keeping a two-way prayer journal. And so I started keeping at that prayer journal in 2012, and, and I still do it today. I went through so many moleskin notebooks. I now use the Day One journaling app to keep my daily prayer journal. But for the last eight years, my goal is to prayer journal with God every day. And, you know, every day doesn't happen. Sometimes uh, I don't even have the ability to pull it out. Maybe I'm on an airplane, whatever, and I, I pray every day. But for me, the most intimate times in the secret place, I like to have my journal there. Um, and, and sometimes I'll pull out the scripture. I'll use a scripture God's been speaking to me about. But generally, I just ask God questions. Lord, sometimes it's, Lord, what do you want to speak to me today? Sometimes it's more specific. This morning, I was asking God, what message do you have for uh, this Monday message? Because I, I you, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll have a feeling for a day or two of what I'm supposed to talk about. I didn't have a feeling Today And so uh, I, I just asked the Lord this morning, what do you want me to speak on? And, and he gave me this message. I wrote it down in my journal so that I have record of what the Lord's speaking. And, and so that's my, my secret place time is I want to shut myself in. I want to get alone. And I, I hear God more than I, I see pictures. Some people see pictures. Um, some people get visions of, of different things. I have. I have got pictures. Um, I, I was able to give a picture to a lady uh, a few months ago when we were doing a Hearing God's Voice training. And, and I told her I, I, I see a picture of a lighthouse. And what I think God was speaking through that was she was a lighthouse. She wasn't shining light on herself, but God was using her to shine light on things going on around her that other people needed to be aware of, especially pointing people towards other ministries and other moves of God. So that's just, you know, some people see pictures. Uh, I've got a friend that their prayer journal, uh, they, they do two-way journaling different. Their prayer journal is writing down the visions God gives them and then praying into those pictures. And so that's that's awesome. Um, but for me, I hear God more than I, I see pictures. And so for me, it's asking questions. And then as I hear the voice of God speaking, I write down what He answers. Your time in the secret place it, it, it's an intimate time for you and God. And so you've got to learn to hear him, to see what he's doing for yourself and, and see how he speaks to you. Some people uh, hear and experience God different. Uh, I actually have a, a blog post I wrote uh, last year sometime on different ways you can hear God's voice. I'll put them in the comments um, as, as soon as we're done live. I'll, I'll throw that in the comments. I'll find it so that you can figure out different ways God speaks to people and learn how he might speak to you. But what God's telling me today is, is something completely different. He's talking to me about a shared secret place. This, this is very different, but I, I think it's something special that the Lord is inviting us into. And so I'm excited, especially for those of you who are part of Sozo Ministries, I'm excited about what God might do through this if we'll step out, take the risk of faith, and, and try. And so this morning as I was praying, um, I, I kind of came to God and I said, Lord, I'm feeling like I want to talk about uh, one of our cultural values as a ministry. And I was leaning towards empowerment focused um, because we've talked about revival. We've talked about intimacy. We've talked about being in the Bible. We've talked a little bit about identity. We talked about, excuse me, our identity last week, that our identity is in God. It's not in the public recognition of what we're doing. 
And so I said, Lord, I'd like to talk about empowerment focused. And, and he said, yeah, that's good, but I, I don't want to leave the topic of the secret place. And so let's talk about the secret place and how even our private alone time with God can be about empowering others. And, and so I'm, I'm looking at this confused because, again, the, the Bible in, in Matthew 6, uh, the verses we read just a minute ago, it says, you know, you don't go practice your, your praying publicly. When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites. They stand up and pray in synagogues and street corners so that they can be seen by others. And he says they've received their reward. And, and so I'm going, Lord, how can, like if the secret place is supposed to be my private time with you and it's not for public consumption, it's not for public viewing and, and all of that, how can it be about empowering others? And and so I'm excited about what I'm going to share and I'll, I'll get there, I promise but uh, he, 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 this is different. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Now, I, I will say this, even though it's new to me, it, it's definitely new, I think, to our ministry. It's not something new in the Lord. I've heard of God bringing people into the secret place with Him through others. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about. But uh, the, the most famous one, the most, uh, I guess not famous, but the most um, commonly heard story I've heard is concerning Heidi Baker. She's uh, an amazing missionary in Mozambique, the the founder and leader of Iris Ministries with her husband, Roland. Um, I've heard from two different people stories of Heidi praying and pulling them in to what God was showing her into a vision she was having. The first one was uh, by the prophet uh, Sean Bowles. He, He talks about going to a meeting where Heidi was speaking, she was on stage. She was she was getting ready to preach. She was just laying on her face praying, and and so they they took Sean directly on stage to her, and he just knelt down beside her, and she grabbed his hands, and he said immediately, "I was pulled into the vision Heidi was having," and he said, "I started seeing these faces of millions of Mozambican children, and hearing God talking about uh, the Makua people," and he said. Me and Heidi, neither one knew who these people were. And and so they shared this vision. Heidi was having a vision, and, and by just grabbing his hands and him meeting her in that secret place, she pulled him into the vision. And if you know their story, they, they went, they researched who are these people God's showing us. They moved. They ended up moving their whole ministry to, to target these people. And now there are thousands of churches among the Makua people. Um, but it started in a vision Heidi was having, and Sean got pulled into her vision. I've heard a similar thing from Will Hart, that that he's now actually the CEO for their ministry. When I heard the story, he wasn't. But he talked about praying with Heidi and how Heidi goes into these visions. She sees what, what God's showing her, and then through prayer, she's been able to pull people into her vision. And, and that's exciting. I'm going, that's awesome. But this morning, I feel like the Lord's saying He wants to do the same thing in the general body of Christ. It's it's not going to be one person here or there. He wants all of us to learn how to share what we're seeing, what we're hearing, what we're experiencing in the secret place, especially as part of discipleship. The truth is, I was never really discipled into praying, into hearing God, into the secret place. Um, I was never really shown how do you pray how do you hear god's voice how do you journal the reason i read that book in haiti is because i was searching um, but i was having to learn for myself and and it's just one of those confusing things because again your prayer time is supposed to be private right um so how do we disciple others in their prayer time 
if we don't learn to share what God's doing in our prayer time. And I, I think that's what the Lord's wanting to do. And so here, here's what the Lord told me. Um, as we look to be empowerment focused, and as we're in a season of the secret place, we're in a season of social isolation where God's given us plenty of time to engage with Him. I, I, sincerely, I hope you've been taking extra time to engage with God. If you haven't, you're missing an opportunity right now. We've been talking about this for weeks. I hope you're engaging with God. But how do we take what we're doing and begin to focus on empowering others? How do we how do we lead them into the same encounter we have? And, and what's cool is, what the Lord told me is, you know, it says that when you pray, in the secret place, God rewards you openly. The Lord actually told me that if we'll learn to, to share the secret place, to draw others in, that not only will we share the encounter with, with the people that we're, we're trying to fellowship with in the secret place, but they will also share in the rewards, in the blessings, into the in the public uh, stream. Because the reward... The reward for the Pharisees that he talks about is they're, they're seen by people. They're getting the applause. Yay, you're an amazing prayer. You're an amazing whatever. But the reward of the secret place is you get God. And so then when he rewards you openly, he's not rewarding you for what you can do. People aren't applauding that, oh, you're an amazing prayer. You're an amazing preacher. He actually rewards us with his presence going with us into the open place. And so, yes, there's manifestations, there's gifts, there's blessings, all, there's all of these things. But what people see is not our ability. They see His presence. And that's the open reward is we get Him, right? We're seeking Him privately. We get Him publicly. And so as we learn to lead others into that encounter, into that secret place with us, they're also going to leave with that same public reward, with the presence of God with them. And and so they share the blessing. The other thing it does is it definitely builds hunger in those people. If you're somebody who knows how to encounter God, you know how to hear God's voice, you do have visions, whatever it is, if you can take someone who's never experienced those things and you can bring them into your own encounter with the Lord, just one-on-one. You know, the Bible says where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm there. Now, there is a governmental aspect to that, but but I believe it's true in, in the secret place that even if it's two or three, God's there in, in our midst and He wants to do something. He wants to move. He will move. And, and so, it, it, but it's going to build a hunger in them that as they leave that encounter that they've shared with you, they're going to want that encounter themselves. <clears throat> Again, we're not, not we're not comfortable discipling people in this way. And so for me, a lot of my encounters with the Lord have come through big conferences. I, I would go to a conference seeking an encounter with God. I would go to get prayed for just hoping that that when they pray for me, you know, maybe I fall down, whatever, but that the Lord would show up, that I would have a vision, I would have an encounter, I would have guidance for what comes next. And so uh, we have a whole generation of of conference encounters that that's the only way people know how to get it right and this generation that that runs to conferences looks for the next big meeting so that they can have another encounter 
And then we come into times like this coronavirus where the Lord's saying, no, you can't go to a conference. You can't even go to church. You can't, <clears throat> the doors are closed. You can't do that. And so I believe that, I'm telling you, I'm excited about this because I think he's wanting to teach us something new in the body of Christ, something that's been there, but it hasn't been there across the board. I'm sorry if I'm talking too fast, I'm, uh, but I'm very excited about this. And, and so I think the Lord's wanting to show us that it doesn't take a big conference to teach people to engage with God or to lead them in encounter. Right now, what you experience every morning, right? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So we talk about revival, right? And one of the big things, I saw the quote again yesterday. It's a famous quote. Um, I saw it on Facebook yesterday that uh, if, you, if you are really pursuing revival, take a piece of chalk, draw a circle on the sidewalk and stand in the sidewalk, in the circle and pray, Lord, let revival start here. Let revival start within this circle, which, which means personal revival. It's just you. I, I want to be a carrier of revival uh, I have a shirt that I bought from another another ministry uh, that says, I am revival. It's a reminder that revival starts with me and my personal relationship with God in, in the secret place. We get to have personal revival. But if we can open that up and bring others into that encounter, it doesn't take a church service. It doesn't take a conference. It doesn't take a big meeting. One-on-one, -on -one, house by house, two or three gathered together, we can spark revival. As we bring people into encounters, like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. I, I, <laughs> so here's what the Lord told me. Um, here, here, here's what he told me we're supposed to do. Okay, let's get practical before I just run circles about the possibilities because I really am so excited about this. But I told him, I said, Lord, I've never done this. I, I, what do I need to do? Like, how do we do this? How do we bring people in? And he said, don't, don't worry about what you need to do. Worry, just let me worry about what I'm going to do, right? So he said, here's, here's what you do. And so I want, especially if you're a part of Sozo Ministries, I want you to do this week. That I want you to do this this week. Okay, if you're a Sozo pastor, do it with somebody in your church. Um, this is the Sozo Monday message. We put it out there publicly. All of you who are watching, you're invited to do this. But specifically, Sozo Ministries, we want this, okay? Um, and so he said, find a prayer partner. Find somebody that you want to share your encounters with God, your secret place with, maybe somebody who's never done it. Maybe to start out, you want to do this with another mature believer who knows the secret place and you want to learn from them and let them learn from you and, and to share this. But find a prayer partner this week. Position yourselves the same way you would in a secret place. Now, obviously, you're probably not taking them into your prayer closet, into your bedroom or whatever, but Find some alone time, some, some private space. Maybe it's in an office. Maybe it's in a quiet living room. You can close the doors, keep the kids out, whatever it is, and set yourself up the same way you would for your prayer time. So for me, that means I would have my prayer journal with me because that's one of the key ways I know how to engage with the Lord is to write down what he's saying to get into that flow of the Holy Spirit. If you don't if you don't have a prayer time, a prayer journal, then don't do that. But if you would have your Bible, make sure you have your Bible. If you would have a journal, make sure you have a journal. If, if you would have a cup of coffee that you set and have coffee with the Lord every morning, have a cup of coffee. Whatever it looks like, um, get a prayer partner and position yourselves in the way you normally would in the secret place to, to, to get your own encounter. The, I, I, like... 
I hope you have the secret place where you can encounter God. Again, I hope you're doing that. If you're not, you're, you're missing out on a vital part of the Christian life. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. Anyway, I, I don't have time to preach all that. But then here's what the Lord told me. Don't worry about what you're supposed to do. It should just be an organic thing and God's going to move. And so he said, pray together. Maybe you, uh, if you're praying with somebody from your ministry, maybe you come together with, around a question um, maybe the question you ask God is, Lord, what do you want to speak to us today? What do you want to show us today? We're waiting for you. Show us a vision, whatever it is, but pray together. Pray together to get into the spirit place, right? Pray in tongues. You, you want to shut out the outside world. You, you know, most of us, I think, have a routine for how we do that in our own secret place. But as now you're praying with somebody else, so you've got to pray together to both get into that spiritual I don't want to say mindset, but to get out of the mind and into the spirit, right? And then as the Lord begins speaking to you and showing you the way he normally would in the secret place, begin to share it. So for me, I might be prayer journaling, but as I'm prayer journaling, I want to begin sharing with the other person, this is what the Lord's speaking to me. And then stop, pray over it together if you need to, but stop and let the Lord speak through them, to them, because I, what the Lord showed me is it's going to be layer upon layer that as He speaks to you, He'll speak to them. As He speaks to them, He'll speak to you. And and he, His voice is going to merge between the two of you where both of you come out with more revelation because the other one's there. Okay, And so if you're more the more mature one, you're going to have to start this process. And it may take some coaching of how do you hear God's voice. It, like There may be some discipleship teaching in this, but the goal is not that you're just teaching them about the secret place, but you're demonstrating to them, this is how I hear God's voice. This is what God's saying. The Lord's saying this right now. What do you hear God saying? What is he speaking to you? The the other thing is, you know, that like that's for me because I, I hear more than I see. But if you're a seer, oh my gosh, like the possibilities are endless. Um, if you start getting a picture, share the picture. Tell them I'm seeing this. I'm like and press into that picture. You know, if if you see a, a person in front of you, press in the the. You know, I think about Ezekiel. He says, "I looked and I kept looking." And you may see a person, but then you start seeing the room. You start seeing these things. Share what you're seeing. Maybe do what Heidi does. Grab their hands. Hold hands while you're doing. Hold hands while you're sharing what the Lord's saying. But let them start seeing in the spirit, you know, the spiritual imagination. As they start seeing that, picture's going to, to, to expand. And how cool is it that the Holy Spirit that's in you is the same Holy Spirit that's in you? And I believe He's going to pull you to, or you know, three if you want to go that route. He's going to pull you into the same vision. He's going to pull you into the same revelation. And and again, I'm I'm not just saying this because I hope I'm saying this because the Lord told me to share this. This is what He wants to do. And so you know, pray together. Let the vision merge. Let the revelation merge. Don't worry about, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. You know how to engage with God in the secret place. Hopefully they have some idea of how to engage God in the secret place. Now you're just doing it together. You're sharing that secret place experience. And look, what's the worst that can happen? The worst that's, that can happen is you come together with somebody and you hear from God and they hear from God, but maybe it's not the same exact word. It's not the same exact vision. You're still encouraged by what God's doing in them. They're still encouraged by what God's doing in you, right? 
And and so uh, do this. <laughs> like let's let's go for it. Let's press in. Let's see what God wants to do. I told you in the the very first Monday message. You can go back and watch a couple of months ago. I told you that what God's doing is he's taking us beyond just our own secret place. He wants to lead us corporately into the secret place, the whole church into the secret place. He's now giving us an opportunity to empower others, to disciple others in the secret place. And I think there's going to be some really amazing testimonies that come out of this of what God's going to do. Maybe he does reveal callings and new anointings and all of these things for the next season. I don't know, but I'm I'm so excited. I'm, I'm really excited because... I, I'm not a prophet, right? But I'm. I, I, all Christians are supposed to be prophetic, and so I can hear God's voice. I can get visions. I can do all those things, and usually it's for myself. And so now, an invitation by God to do it with somebody else and to bring them in, and and use it as an opportunity for me to grow and to grow them in the secret place. I'm so excited about this. And so uh, the other thing I, I want, okay. Uh, if you do this, you've got to share the testimony. Like, we want to know. Send us a message on Facebook. Send me an email. I don't have the email to throw up there, but it's scott at sozoministries.net. Uh, we want to hear what God's doing because I, I believe this is a word from the Lord. This isn't me. This isn't my mind wouldn't create this. I'm an introvert. So the secret place for me is like it's sacred ground. And the idea of inviting somebody else in is kind of like, I don't know about that, but this is the Lord telling us this. And so we want the testimonies. If you do this, please, you don't have to share the full revelation of what God says, but just let us know, Hey, we did it. I'm a pastor. I did it with a member or uh, another elder or another pastor friend from another church. What, I, and, and the Lord showed us pictures or the Lord spoke and he pulled the revelation together. We just want, if you want to share the revelation, the testimony, that's great. But we just want to know what God's doing. And so please, because uh, I'm so excited about this, share the testimony. And so let me just pray for us right now. God, I pray for every person watching this video. Lord, first of all, I pray that they would have their own intimate place in the secret place with you. Lord, I pray that they would know how to have visions and hear your voice and hear you guiding them. However you do that for each one of them, Lord, I pray that they would know it intimately. And if they don't know how you speak to them, Father, let them learn. Lord, would you would you begin showing them how to hear your voice? Uh, Lord, let them find books. I'll share my blog. Let them find leaders who can guide them and counsel them. But, but Father, let them learn to hear your voice for themselves. But Lord, I pray right now, as I believe you spoke this, you spoke this about the, 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 the shared secret place. Lord, I pray that you would begin to put somebody on each one of our hearts, each one of our minds, that we should invite to pray with us. Lord, it, this doesn't have to be a mystical thing. It doesn't have to be a we're, we're going for something new. It's just a, hey, would you come pray with me? I feel like the Lord wants to show us something together. Would you come pray with me? Lord, we're supposed to be praying together anyway, but Lord, I believe you're wanting to take us deeper into that place of revelation, into that place of vision as a body, as brothers and sisters in fellowship together and with you. And so, Lord, would you give us the, the picture of who we're supposed to invite? Lord, would you give us the boldness to do this, to invite them to prayer? 
And Lord, let us come expectantly. Father, help us to take this risk with expectation that you're going to move, Lord. I pray for so many amazing testimonies to come in of new revelation, of new insights, of people growing in the secret place. Lord, I'm, I'm so excited about this. And so, Holy Spirit, would you do what you're saying you want us to do as we take this step of obedience and pray together with somebody else? Um, Lord, we wait with expectancy to see uh, exactly what you want to do in this season. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Seriously, I'm waiting for the testimonies because I know God's going to do something amazing. Uh, One other thing I do want to share before we end this message. um, I'm going to do another video later today about this specifically uh, for uh, especially our our friends in the U.S. Um, But if you're watching from outside of East Africa, if you're from the U.S., Most of you know that every year in November, usually in November, sometimes first week of December, there's a day called Giving Tuesday. It follows after Black Friday and Cyber Monday, the big shopping days after Thanksgiving. Um, And it's it's a big day of charitable giving. Um, The the organizers of Giving Tuesday have, have come together and said, in the midst of this crisis, we need a Giving Tuesday now. And so they've reorganized and and actually tomorrow is the the Giving Tuesday Now campaign. Uh, One of the things that, that as we were praying that I felt led to do with this Giving Tuesday is we need to be supporting our pastors who are struggling right now. Um, We have about 38 pastors within Sozo Ministries who their churches aren't meeting. They're not getting tithes. They're not getting offerings. And so anything that's given to our ministry tomorrow for Giving Tuesday, and we've, we're leaving this link up all month. I'll go ahead and throw the link up. Uh, we're leaving it up all month, but anything given on this donation link goes directly to our pastors. As of the just before this recording, we've got $325 already given on that. But for 38 pastors, I mean, we're talking less than $10 right now. And so if God has blessed you, would you consider blessing them? None of this money is going to me. None of this money is going to our overhead costs. None of this money is going to support outreaches or those things. Every bit of this money is going directly to our pastors to be able to support their families. Um, we've been on lockdown in Uganda for about five weeks. And so things are, you know, the first couple of weeks were okay, but things are getting rough. And so uh, if you would consider any donation, $5, $10, whatever it is, if God's blessed you, you can give $100 or $200, whatever you want to do. But all of this money is going to be distributed among our pastors. And so there's the link, givingtuesday.sozoministries.net. You can read more about what we're doing there. You can check out the video I'm going to do this evening uh, specifically about it. But uh, we would appreciate any offerings of love, uh, offerings of financial support out of love for our pastors there. It, it is a big deal. Um, some of our some of our pastors are really starting to hurt. Um, their families are really starting to suffer. And so um, I just wanted to throw that out there on this video. If you're not able to give, pray for them. Uh, pray that God will do something amazing. We need financial blessing. We need financial miracles for them. But God has multiplied money in the past. He can do it again. So with that being said, uh, thank you for joining me today. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm excited about this. And so uh, if you want to connect with us, you can always do that through the website, sozoministries.net. Uh, if, you're, if you're watching this somewhere other than Facebook, you can join us at facebook.com slash sozoministriesinc, sozoministriesinc, um, because we're incorporated in Texas. Um, 
But we would love to have you join us. If you have any prayer requests, any comments, any questions, feel free to reach out to us through those avenues. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. So that'll do it for this week. Until next week, I love you guys and God bless.